Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing on our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Hi! Hi! Do you remember what happened last week? Nope! Okay, um, well, it was something about we have to stone you for cussing. Fuck. Yeah. And we also have to stone you for, um, um, telling, um, what is it? The future? The future. Oh, wait, was that last week? Well, there was more of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And also you have to do more unleavened bread stuff and festivals and, um, sacrifices and God is great and I am the Lord your God. sounds great what are we doing this week we are doing um chapters 25 and 26 of leviticus all right let's get into it yes hey wife yes husband did you know that we are now on patreon um yes because you told me but also no tell me more So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is patreon it's a place where you can show your support for our podcast and just our podcast any podcast or any <laughs> performer but you know we're the ones that you know you're listening to right now so maybe you should uh, you know support us that'd be awesome that would be awesome but we love you anyway so all you got to do is go to patreon look up sacrilegious discourse it's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there so head on over and send us some love yeah Okay, so Leviticus chapter 25. Okay. Ready? I'm so ready. Okay, this section is called Sabbath Years and the Year of Jubilee. Is this like uh, the age of Aquarius or something? Well, I don't know, but whenever I see the word Jubilee, I think of a certain cartoon that was awesome that had a character named Jubilee. Oh. And I'll hum the beginning and you tell me if you know what it is. I don't know it, but I think you, I know enough about you that it might be Jim. No. No, it's not Jim. Close-ish, but no, it's not Jim. What is it? It was X-Men. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a character named Jubilee. Yeah, there was. But that was that I, was X Men. I I just didn't recognize it from your your. Nah, 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 nah. It, it, it was it was, was X Men. It was piss poor. It was not piss poor. It was kind of piss poor. It wasn't. It was a little bit piss poor. No, it wasn't. Just slightly piss poor. You're hurting my feelings. I'm sorry. Are you saying I can't be a singer? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> All right. While Moses was on Mount Sinai, the Lord said to him. Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. More of them, huh? We've been here before. Mm -hmm. When you have entered the land I am giving you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath rest before the Lord every seventh year. The land itself. The land itself, huh? The land itself must observe a Sabbath rest 
before the Lord every seventh year. He's saying every seven years, let one of your fields go fallow so that, yeah. it, you know, he's right. talking it's, about crop it's farm, rotation. It's, yeah, cra- it's crop right. rotation. No, you're, you're right. You're right. So for six years, you may plant your fields and prune your vineyards and harvest your crops. But during the seventh year, the land must have a Sabbath year of complete rest. It is the Lord's Sabbath. Mm. That That's handy. That's a good. We like the number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Seven days seven of the days, week. Seven, seven days. Years. Seven years. Right. Yeah. It's all sevens. And it's all sevens going down. It's not turtles. Right. It's turtles all the way down. Do not plant your fields or prune your vineyards during that year and don't store away the crops that grow on their own or gather the grapes from your unpruned vines. The land must have a year of complete rest, but you may eat whatever the land produces on its own during its Sabbath. This applies to you, your male and female servants, by which I'm sure they meant slaves, Right. your hired workers who are probably indentured slaves, and the temporary residents who live with you, which is probably kidnapped slaves. (laughs) Your livestock and the wild animals in your land will also be allowed to eat what the land produces. In addition, you must count off seven seven Sabbath Sabbath years. I couldn't make it come out. Seven Sabbath years. Okay. Seven sets of seven years. Adding up to 49 years in all. What? Like, what, okay. what is that? What Hold is, on. What? You have to count off seven. See, I did it again, God Seven it. Sabbath days. Years. Years. Seven Sabbath years. Seven Sabbath years. years. Yeah. Seven sets of seven years. What does the seven sets have to do Then, on the Day of Atonement, in that 50th year, uh-huh. blow the ram's horn loud enough and long throughout the land. <laughs> so after 50 years you get to blow a horn you get to blow a horn okay set this year apart as holy this is the jubilee year oh okay every 50 years they get a jubilee okay a time to proclaim freedom throughout the land for all who live there except, for the, except for the slaves except for the slaves and all the women right it will be a jubilee year for you when each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors and return to your own clan what what? That this I don't understand. This has to. This goes. I thought back they were to, already in their own land. I know, and this goes back to clans and tribes and stuff. What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe it's like the women's get to go like see their mom and dad again. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Like you get to go back to your clan for a second. And, I guess, but if they're all living in fucking Israel, then like, what's the big fucking deal? It seems like blow a horn is the big. Um, big thing, the big prize yeah, here. I don't know. This 50th year will be a jubilee for you. During that year, you must not plant your fields or store away any of the crops that grow on their own and don't gather the grapes from your unpruned vines. It seems like I just read that. Mm-hmm. It will be a jubilee year for you and you must keep it holy. But you may eat whatever the land produces on its own in the year of jubilee. What? So I heard, actually, that the, the reason there's a lot of repetitive repetitiveness oh my god you're about to repeat to me what i told to you what go ahead that there are a bunch of different writers that they put together mm-hmm. and so that they um they just kind of shoved them all together and that's why you have a lot of repetitiveness because they're but also literally they were the same oral thing histories right they're oral histories but there was also multiple writers too so it was hard like they they, they kind of overlap some of the same stories okay so 
Okay. I thought you were going to repeat to me the um, thing that I told you, which is that. But I didn't. But you didn't. So I was wrong. Right. And I apologize for that. You you guys got that, right? Everybody notate it and mark it down. Oh, my God. I said I was sorry. <laughs> Jesus. In the year of Jubilee, each of you may return in the land of Autumn Lee. Oh, my mm. God. Puff the magic dragon lived in Autumn Lee. You know? How he lived by the sea. He lived by the sea in Autumn Lee. Oh, okay. Okay. In the land. No, in the year. <laughs> In the year of Jubilee, each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors. When you make an agreement with your neighbor to buy or sell property, you must not take advantage of each other. That's off topic. It really is. Like what? It's not even a new paragraph. It's like. It's like I'm saying, hey, husband, how are you? And let's talk about laundry. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I need Dr. Pepper. Right. Yeah. What? 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 Yeah, that was that was random. Yeah. When you buy land from your neighbor, the price you pay must be based on the number of years since the last Jubilee. Oh, oh. okay. Oops, my bad. It is related. Okay, but what so, does that have to do with... Because the seventh year, it goes fallow. So if you sell your land right before year seven... Oh. And you sell it for full price, and then you're like, oh, now that you've paid me, by the by, we're coming up on year seven. Right. <laughs> Got it. Got so it. yeah, I so it, we it, commented too soon. Yeah, it, it okay. does actually matter. Right. It that wasn't makes, as random as we might have thought. Sure, that makes sense. The seller must set the price by taking into account the number of years remaining until the next year of jubilee. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, the more years until the next jubilee, the higher the price. Obviously, right? Because you have more years yeah. of yeah. Uh, the fewer years, the lower the price. Right. Duh. Okay, after all, the person selling the land is actually selling you a certain number of harvests. That is a really good way of phrasing that. Yep. That makes it make sense really well. Right. Show your fear of God by not taking advantage of each other. I am the Lord your God. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to live securely in the land, follow my decrees and obey my regulations. Then the land will yield large crops and you will eat your fill and live securely in it. But you might ask, what will we eat during the seventh year since we are not allowed to plant or harvest crops that year? Question mark. Be assured that I will send my blessing for you in the sixth year. Sixth. 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 I can't say it. Okay. So the land will produce a crop large enough for three years. Oh, so God's going to make He's that gonna crop magic like bigger than normal, six. huh? Yeah. yeah. He's going to magic year six. Magic crop. Yeah. When you plant your fields in the eighth year, you will still be eating from the large crop of the sixth year. Damn, that was a good sixth year. I love year six. Year Year six six is is the best. In fact, you will still be eating from that large crop when the new crop is harvested in the ninth year. Damn. (laughs) How do you store it that long? It's crazy. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not whatever. Who cares? I don't care. The land must never. (laughs) Like, I was going to comment and then I was like. But why? Right. The land must never be sold on a permanent basis for the land belongs to me. God, you know, it belongs to me. So, okay, I guess. Does that does that mean that like Aaron and Moses come <laughs> claim it for them? That's, for God anytime I they mean, want to? I mean, they are, they are. Uh, like the we're going to have to confiscate this land. Yeah. For thanks. God. For God. For though. God. For God. Yeah. Totally yeah, that. because, I mean, these words are all coming from Moses. Oh, and don't forget your offering next week, you yeah. know. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah, we're running low on. I mean, God is running low on on leavened and leavened bread. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. 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 You are only foreigners and tenant farmers working for me. Yeah, that sounds very Moses-like. Not God-like. So, God's a landlord? Yeah. With every purchase of land, you must grant the seller the right to pay it back. If one of your fellow Israelites falls into poverty and is forced to sell some family land, then a close relative should buy it back for him. Well, yeah, that's like when Grandma and she's moving into, like... um one of those old folks home and so they do a real estate sale Mm -hmm. Uh, no what is it called it's an estate sale yeah that's what that's like okay that's all all right (laughs) you're looking at me like i'm weird well they said that the the relatives should have the first option to buy so that's not really like an estate sale it's It's like they give the option okay i forgot the first option to buy i forgot where i was going with that thought oh okay so the rest of that thought was that and so the whole family shows up to the estate auction and they all buy grandma's stuff oh that's that's where because they couldn't have just split it up before the estate auction huh well no a lot of times um estate taxes like they have to Get rid of everything and... Got it. Yeah, I don't know. Shit, I'm not a lawyer. Okay. If there is no close relative to buy the land, but the person who sold it gets enough money to buy it back, he then has the right to redeem it from the one who bought it. What? what? So, like, it takes he backsies? The person who sold it gets enough money to buy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're like, remember last year when I sold you this shit because I was broke? Okay, I'm rich again, so give me it back. Yeah, get off my land. Yeah. He has the right that to redeem it. That seems kind of shitty, actually. It really does. The price of the land will be discounted according to the number of years until the next year of Jubilee. I think it should be discounted because I, you know, I bought this and you're making me sell it back yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I guess I can't build a house there. Right. Although, did they have houses that are the... They had tents. No, that was just for that festival thing. Oh. They had houses. They had houses. Yes. So don't build a house because whoever was there before you, they could come back at any time. Right. And at any time. Yeah. 50 years later. Yeah, that's oh, bullshit. that's kind of some of that shit that's happening um, over in Israel right now. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not for that. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yep. Nope, no, me either. In this way, the original owner can then return to the land. But if the original owner cannot afford to buy the land back, it will remain with the new owner until the next year of Jubilee. In the Jubilee year, the land must be returned to the original owners so they can return to their family land. What? I bought this from you. Fuck you. Anyone who sells a house inside a walled town has the right to buy it back for a full year after its sale. I'm, I don't understand this. I'm not this. following any of this. Is it just like, they should maybe rephrase it, because it sounds like they're just renting the land to farm. Yeah. Because you each obviously other. would not want to like build anything on this land, yeah. because you're not going to get to keep it. So yeah. that seems dumb. So maybe they do sleep in tents a lot. <laughs> maybe. I wouldn't well, want to. Well, I mean, um, yeah. I wouldn't want to build a house. No. Definitely not. Not, but you probably have your own land too. Like, like I said, maybe they're just renting this. Yeah, unless somebody comes along and says, "I used to have this twenty years ago, <laughs> so can I have it back now?" Thanks. Right. Like, and it's not like they had um, computer records. So really, you could just walk up to anybody and be like, "Yo, this used to be mine. 
get up off. Right. And that's what I would do. That's what you would do? That's what I would do. Yeah. And I would be like, no, I was here 50 years ago. And they would be like, you're not 50. And I'd be like, I look good. (laughs) (laughs) During that year, the seller retains the right to buy it back. This is some bullshit. This is some colonizer bullshit. But if it is not bought back within a year, the sale of the house within the walled town cannot be reversed. I don't even know what that said. It will become (laughs) the permanent property of the buyer. Imagine that. You buy something and it belongs to you. Imagine. But only if it's in a walled town. Yeah. Apparently. Or something. It will not be returned to the original owner in the year of Jubilee. But a house in a village. Oh, I lost my place. That happens sometimes to you. It does. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, my God. I lost my place bad. Wow. Wow. What's going on here? Oh, here we go. I'm returning to anyone who sells a house. It's not brought back within a year. Oh, okay. It will become the permanent. Okay. But a house in a village, a settlement without fortified walls, will be treated like property in the countryside. Such a house may be bought back at any time. And it must be returned to the original owner in the year of Jubilee. So what I'm getting from this is you only want to buy houses in a walled city. Yeah. And if you really want your house back and it's in a walled city, maybe knock down the walls and you can still get it back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. The Levites always have the right to buy a house back that they have sold within the towns allotted to them. And any property that is sold by the Levites, all houses within the Levitical towns must be returned in the year of Jubilee. Does that include walled towns? After all, the houses in the towns reserved for the Levites are the only property they own in all Israel. Okay. Uh What? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing belongs to anybody, belongs to everybody, belongs to God. I guess. This this is a very confusing chapter. This is perfectly simple. Uh, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Don't be a Levite. Right. Just get the fuck out. Just don't live in Israel. Move. Move away. Yeah. Whatever. The open pasture land around the Levitical towns may never be sold. It is their permanent possession. Good to be the king, I guess. Levites got it good. What if they want to sell it? They can. It it still belongs to them. It follows them around like a cloud. (laughs) Okay. If one of your fellow Israelites falls into poverty and cannot support himself, support him as you would a foreigner or a temporary resident and allow him to live with you. No, thanks. What? Like you, okay. No. I, I guess you just have to take people in because they didn't do their job very well or I something. Don't, I don't know. I don't, who knows? I mean, okay, I'm all for helping unhoused people, but. Right. But this, they're like, you have to. Like, and, what? That just means somebody could walk up to you and be like, yeah, I'm staying with you now. Oh, but also I am moving away because I am going to go steal that land back. Right, right. <laughs> So you move in here, and I'm going to go over there. I think we're going to have to do some research on this chapter, because I don't really understand what the fuck's going on. It's all about houses. Yeah. It's it's all (laughs) (laughs) ticky-tacky. Do not charge interest or make a profit at his expense. Instead, show your fear of God by letting him live with you as your relative. That's That's how I let my family know I love them. Yeah. By showing your fear of God? By showing my fear of God. Yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> Hold me. Do you know who that was? No. That was Leia. Oh. That was Leia in The Empire Strikes Back. 
gotcha. The Ewok world. And Wait, no, Ewoks is in The Return of the Jedi. What's the second one? Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Are you sure? I am absolutely 100% positive. Ewoks are not until the third movie, which is Return of the Jedi. Okay. Well, it's the one where she's on the bridge and her hair is down long and she's telling Han Solo, hold me. And he's like, maybe you want Luke. And then she's like, oh, you're so stupid. He's my brother, dumbass. I think that was the Return of the Jedi. Oh. Were they having the party at the end? Like, Okay. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was number two. Look, I'm not, I'm not a scholar. Okay. I mean, we were just at friends' houses, and I had to explain the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. So, right. you know, I, I think I'm good. Right. You know, I'm good. Okay. Sorry I got them in the wrong order. Right. You know I love the Ewoks. I know. Okay. Ewoks are awesome. Yeah. Remember, do not charge interest on money you lend him or make a profit on food you sell him. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. He just won't let that drop, will he? I'm the Lord, your God. You remind and us about that forever. You know why I'm your God? You why? know why I'm your God? Why? To be your God. You know what? He didn't actually bring these people out of Egypt. They were born after. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So at some point, they didn't, he didn't bring them out of Egypt. They were born there. It's Mo- like, wait, This is all Moses. Whatever. Right. I know, but. Whatever. whatever. If one of your fellow Israelites falls into poverty and is forced to sell himself to you, <laughs> do not treat him as a slave. Even though you just purchased oh, him. So so they're admitting that slaves mm-hmm. get treated poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you own them as property. You own them. As as opposed to the And they say slave here. Yeah. As opposed to indentured servant. See, this just it, it mm-hmm. that's that's uh that's okay. something. Yeah. Yeah. Treat him instead as a hired worker, yeah, indentured servant, or as a temporary resident who lives with you, and he will serve you only until the year of Jubilee. At that time, he and his children will no longer be obligated to you, and they will return to their clans and go back to the land originally allotted to their ancestors. And kick whoever's been tending it for the last few years off of it, I guess. I lost my house. (laughs) I lost my house. <laughs> the people of Israel are my servants, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt, so they must never be Did sold he bring as them slaves. Out of Egypt? So they must never be sold as slaves. Oh, and that's why when they do get sold as slaves, they can't be treated as slaves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's okay to sell them as slaves as long as you don't treat them as slaves. And how do you treat a slave, I wonder? Well, I mean, you you know you can kill them. Well, no. You could also rape them. Yeah. But you know, you can't. You'll get punished if you kill them, unless they don't die for a couple of days. Right. You can kill them as long as they die like two or three days later. Right. And then you'll be okay. Yeah, but you can rape them anytime you want. Yeah, unless totally. unless, unless they promise to be married. And unless you raped their mom already, because no raping of relatives. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of rules to keep in mind here, yeah. but you know it's all bad. It's all bad, and fuck slavery. And all of it. Fuck rape, fuck slavery, fuck men. (laughs) Sorry, but it's true. Show your fear of God by not treating them harshly. However, you may purchase male and female slaves from among the nations around you. You may also purchase the children of temporary residents who live among you, including those who have been born in your land. God is literally telling them they can buy slaves. And children. Literally telling them they can buy slaves and children. Yep. 
That is some absolute fucking bullshit. You're going to love this one. You may treat them as your property. Fuck God. Passing them on Fuck to your right children. Holy fucking asshole. You may treat them as your property. Passing them on to your children as a permanent inheritance. I would bitch slap God if I could. This is disgusting. Fuck him. Yeah. This is disgusting and clearly man written. And there is no God anywhere who would sanction this. No. And shame, shame, shame on the fucking people who are propagating this religion. Yeah. And And shame, shame, shame on the people following this religion who haven't read the fucking Bible. So you're, you know, people literally say they live by the Bible 100%, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. So you believe that it's okay to have slaves, apparently. Okay, great. Apparently they do. I don't like you. You suck. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that sentiment. I hate them also. Yeah. Please stay away from me. Yeah. I don't, I don't think slavery is okay. No. I don't think. Any of this is okay. This is all bad and wrong. Very. This is not godly. You know what? This is not godly. Definitely not. This Christian God is not godly. Right. I'm not even, I'm an atheist and this is not godly. Right. Oh, I'm so offended. Yeah. You may treat them as slaves, but you must never treat your fellow Israelites this way. Oh, I'm so disgusted. (laughs) Suppose a foreigner or... It's not just slavery, but it's like literally racism and slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a preferred race of people that are able to, per God's word, enslave other races Mm -hmm. and other groups of people. Yeah. Because God said it was okay. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And, and but this is this is where they get the whole God said slavery's good. Yeah, he did. He yeah. actually fucking did. Like straight out in so many words. Yeah. This I hate it. I, I hate want it. somebody to come to my door and talk to me about religion someday. Like soon. let's talk about Leviticus, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Let's not even go past Leviticus. Right. I don't e- we're not even at Jesus yet, okay? Yeah. Let's talk Leviticus. But it's it's just the whole fucking thing is bad so far. It, the whole thing is bad. This is really bad. This is really bad. The whole thing is bad. This is really bad. But anybody from now on who comes to my fucking door and leaves those little religious tracks, if I catch them, I'm going to run after them and I'm going to scream, <laughs> do not leave this on my door until you can explain Leviticus in such a way that it makes some fucking sense and is not just slave slavery... Ugh, I'm losing my words. I'm so angry. Yeah, no, Ugh. I gathered that. Ooh, this is making me mad. Yeah. Suppose a foreigner or temporary resident becomes rich while living among you. If any of your fellow fellow Israelites <laughs> fall into poverty and are forced to sell themselves to such a foreigner or to a member of his family, they still retain the right to be bought back, even after they have been purchased. Because, you know... Israelites can't belong to other people. Right. Yeah. yeah that's Those are not God's okay. chosen people. Yeah. <laughs> they may be bought back by a brother, an uncle, or a cousin. In fact, anyone from the extended family may buy them back. Hmm. Huh. They may also redeem themselves if they have prospered. Okay. How do you prosper as a slave? I don't fucking know. Okay. But I guess if you're an Israelite, are you really a slave? You're an indentured. You're, not, yeah. you're an indentured servant, right? So right. you could save up and and buy your own freedom. So you're not really a slave because it specifically said, "Don't treat them as slaves." Right. Right. 
I'm so just dumbfounded. They will negotiate the price of their freedom with the person who bought them. The price will be based on the number of years from the time they were sold until the next year of Jubilee, whatever it would cost to hire a worker for that period of time. If many years still remain until the Jubilee, they will repay the proper proportion of what they received when they sold themselves. Meow. Yeah, our cat doesn't like it either. If only a few years remain until the year of Jubilee, they will repay a small amount for their redemption. The foreigner must treat them as workers hired on a yearly basis. I'm almost done here. I'm just trying to truck through. No, that's all right. Like, what, what, but let me ask this, though. Mm-hmm. What right does Israel have to tell a foreigner how to treat their slave? I. They don't care how Israelites treat their slaves that they buy from. Like, I have to be honest with you, like... Once we got to that, uh, I'm like not even taking the words in. I'm merely reading them and they're not going into my head at this point because I just can't. I'm so angry. Yeah. You must not allow a foreigner to treat any of your fellow Israelites harshly because, you know, Israelites are the fucking best. They're so awesome. They're the bestie, best, best. (laughs) If any Israelites have not been bought back. By the time the year of Jubilee arrives, they and their children must be set free at that time, just because I said so. Right. I said so. I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God, and Moses said so. Right. For the people of Israel belong to me. They are my servants, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. Now say it with me. I am am the Lord Lord your your God. God. (laughs) The end. Okay, so let me just preface this before we go into discussing anything here. Yeah. But we're already sitting at like 27 minutes. I think maybe we should call this an episode. I was Because gonna... we have to have a single episode at some point here before yeah. we finish Leviticus. This so. was a good end. Yeah. This, this was a heavy good end. It really was. Um, I think that we'll do 26 <clears throat> and 27 and that'll finish off Leviticus next week. Right. Yeah, but... This I'm, was a bunch of shit. I I have a headache and <laughs> I need to go lie down. This is some bullshit right here. Yeah, fuck anybody that fuck anybody that Don't talk to me about the Bible. Fuck the Bible. I don't, don't want to hear about your Bible. Fuck the whole thing. It's stupid. Yeah. This is stupid. This is stupid. Leviticus 25, slavery's a okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we're done. We're today. done. I'm done. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I'm done. This this just, it blew my mind. I was not expecting it to be spelled out. I thought it would be more circumspect than that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I've been saying from the beginning, every time they say servants, I say slaves. Right. And really. And you know what? I bet you somebody would try to distinguish a difference between slaves and servants if you mm-hmm. talk to a religious person. But yeah. the truth of the matter is that it's all. It, it's, well, it's whatever no, they wanted. No, it turns out I was wrong because when they said servants, they really did mean in, indentured servants. Right. They meant the awesome Israelites yeah. who just were down on their luck that day. Sure. But the slaves actually are really slaves. They yeah. are property. And they, they are don't give passed a fuck down. about them yeah. at all. Yeah. And, so. you know, seeing the way our um, government is treating people who are black and brown and indigenous peoples seeing how they are being treated right now today and that religiosity seems to be making this this big push to try to come back into vogue you know yeah um it just really sickens me it just really sickens me and i'm not here for it yep yep i i agree 
Well, right. let's let's just wrap this up. Yeah. And uh, let's let's let it lie. Yeah, because this this was a shitty. That was this shitty, was heavy. Shitty chapter. So I mean, they're all shitty, but yeah. well, yeah, but this was among the shittier. Quite egregious as far as things that are atrocious in the Bible. So. Yeah, so bad. All right. Well, I guess we will see you guys uh, for the Q and A, which I'm sure oh, yeah. we'll have some. Good questions out of this, even though we didn't specifically state any. But I, yeah. I think we can come up with a good wrap up. I, for this, I so. have some choice words for for somebody. Yeah, yeah. we're we're definitely going to contemplate what yeah. this is all about, and yeah, and, you know, talk about it. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see you Tuesday. <clears throat> if you have anything you'd like to add, um, and you want it included in Tuesday's episode, make sure to contact us uh, by Sunday, five p.m. Eastern, and we will get you included. Otherwise. Um, Have a great day. See you then. Whatever. See ya. Husband. Yeah, wife. Um, it's the end, so we should say all the things. We definitely should say all the things. What things should we say? So we want people to get a hold of us, and there's ways that they can do that. So one of those ways I know is email. What's that email address? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. And they should do that by 5 Eastern on Sundays if they want their question to be included in our new Tuesday Q&A episodes every week. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing from some of our fans, for sure. Yeah. They can too. also get a hold of us on social media. And we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Um, probably the easiest way would be through Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts still. <laughs> yes, yeah, still. Still. I guess. Or dum-dum <laughs> or doo-doo. Yeah, wherever you want to go with that, I guess. Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so we have all those things and they should go there. Yeah, they should. Okay. And then also, oh, what else should they do? They should like, you know, review us on Apple Podcasts because that really, really helps us out. And, you know, if you are on any other podcasting app, just, like, hit a heart or a like thing or something. A thumbs up. Thumbs up. Nice. Whatever the hell it is, just do it. Okay? Just do it. All right. I think that's all we got. Oh, you know what? I have one more thing. Oh, she's got one more thing. Um, Thank you so much, guys, for listening and choosing us to spend your time with. We really appreciate you all and your... Definitely top shelf. Yeah. Honestly, it makes us smile just about every day. Yep. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.